Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Oh, yeah. What's going on, DMV? You know who it is, youngest in charge movement, Linnell Willingham. Here with you live and local on 106.7 The Fan. We're also simulcasted over on our sister station, the Team 980, and always streaming live nationally on the free Odyssey app. Ride with me. It'll take you up to high noon before we dish things over to the DOC, Rick Doc Walker. He will take you up to 3 o'clock. Put me hand things off to Toby Altizer. He'll get you warmed up for Nats baseball. Plenty to get to with myself before we get out of here at high noon. Coming up at 1020, we will hear from the co-host of Odyssey's Take Command podcast, Craig Hoffman. Uh, he is set to join the program and talk all things burgundy and gold as we get warmed up for preseason game number two tomorrow night. Commanders and Ravens. Washington coming in, obviously, with a lot to play for, we had the big announcement earlier this week, or excuse me, late last week, uh, of Ron Rivera naming Sam Howe the starter for week one against the Arizona Cardinals. We'll touch on that as well before we get out of here. Uh, like I said, though, Craig Hoffman set to join us at 1020. Coming up at 1120, former Cowboys linebacker Bobby Carpenter set to join the program. We'll take a spin around the NFC East and look at the rest of the entire National Football League landscape right now. It was preseason week number two. In full swing, we had a full slate of games yesterday. I was tapped in and and, and watching it all. It, it's so amazing, though, right? When we, as a as a fan, right? Because I'm a fan before I'm a host. I always say that. As a fan, when watching other preseason games, I'll be completely honest with you. I have zero interest in watching non-starters for the Tennessee Titans. It's just not something that that moves the needle for your boy. But watching. The past two days, man, I actually paid attention a little bit more than I normally would in terms of preseason football. But watching it the past couple of days, man, the one thing that folks constantly talk about is how poor the offensive line play is across the National Football League. And I, after watching yesterday and watching the two games that we got to see on Friday, I don't even think we should be talking about the offensive line. What about the fact that defenses – in an era where passing is at a premium, in, in an era where offense has all the advantages and all the rules are geared toward the success of the offense, to see defenses having success like they are in the preseason, I thought was exciting. We actually had two ties uh, over this weekend. We had one on Thursday night between the Browns and the Eagles, uh, and then we had one Friday night as well. So uh, it's been a very entertaining first two weeks of the preseason. Washington, like I said, We'll play their second preseason game Monday night against the Baltimore Ravens and the big-time streak going into Monday night's game with Baltimore. The Ravens, 24 consecutive preseason victories. And Sam Cosby, the offense, the starting offensive guard for the Washington Commanders, he was uh, asked about what the streak meant to him and 
Just just love Sam Cosby. Sam Cosby's answer. Just nonchalant. Doesn't care. And I get it. But if I'm Ron Rivera and I'm Eric Bieniemy, that streak of Baltimore for me is bulletin board material in a game in which we're going to consider our dress rehearsal. I'm thinking we're going to see the starters for at least a half, right? If I know anything about the way Eric Bieniemy wants to do things offensively, uh, I do expect Sam Howell and company to play an extended amount. And with that being the case, going up against a team who's got this massive streak on the line, let's just say for Washington, extra motivation should not be needed, right? This should be all the motivation you need. I don't care if that's something that they're actually paying attention to, according to Sam Cosme. He's not. And just to set the record straight, I, I don't believe Sam Cosme at all. I think he's just so geared into this coach speak that nothing nothing's going to matter to him. He's be where your feet are. He is, uh, we are who, who we thought they were. All, all the other, all the old adages, as you can say, uh, throughout, throughout the history of the National Football League, Sam Cosby did that in his presser on Thursday when, you know, talking to a scrum of reporters. The one thing that I feel like is missing from this football team at this point, and I know they've only had one crack at it, but I need to see a complete effort both sides of the football for Monday night to feel confident going into week one against Arizona. We've touched on it uh, the last few episodes of overtime here. I'm not sure what the plan is going to be going into week three uh, in their preseason finale against the Cincinnati Bengals. So I'm assuming they will treat Monday night like the dress rehearsal. And if that is the case, yes, it's your dress rehearsal. Yes, you want everything to be buttoned up and, and clean and you want the operation to be, be run smoothly before you know you hit the regular season. But, man, it's about winning. You got to have some confidence, right? You won your preseason opener, right? We, we, we were saying it on the postgame show. We're undefeated in the Josh Harris era. I want that energy to continue. That's something I want to get used to, you know? So it's definitely exciting. Uh, the one thing that I feel like, and, you know, you know, I like to keep it to X's and O's. I'm a football savant. The one thing that I, like, feel like isn't being talked about enough in terms of how big Monday night is. First of all, I said it last week. The schedule gods, first of all, shout out to them. They understood exactly what they were doing. For the first, I don't care if it's preseason, for the first game at FedEx post-Dan Snyder, for that to draw the national attention, for that to be the Monday night game, Joe Buck, Troy Aikman, your favorite cast of characters, the pregame show, the whole nine, for, for Washington to be involved in that, doubling as the first home game of the Josh Harris era, man. I think it's awesome. Talking to folks via the Twitter and the social media apps. Doesn't seem like people are too excited about going to this game. I would be. Uh, We'll be doing a special edition of Overtime tomorrow night. Myself and the DOC, Rick Doc Walker from 730. We'll take you through the game with Burgundy and Gold Game Day Live, and then we'll have the post-game show immediately following. But it feels like... And maybe I'm speaking for myself. It just feels like the buzz isn't there. And I understand it's preseason, but hopefully this is the first opportunity as a fan base to prove to these players, hey, look, we're coming out in full force. The Josh Harris era has begun. This is, this is a new beginning. If, it, if tomorrow night is anything similar to what the past three weeks to a month have been like, during training camp, I'm expecting 
80,000, 85,000 strong. I just know, though, because it's a preseason game and it's a Monday night, that it's going to be difficult to draw that type of crowd. But I can be hopeful, right? I can, I can be hopeful. Like I said, I'm not going to be in attendance. I can't wait to do shows later on in the week to hear people talk about their first game day experience during the Josh Harris era, man. This is something, and I like to keep it to football. But I do understand the magnitude of this situation. And we always, we always spoke about this, you know, as the, the transition of power was happening. Quick fixes, first of all, in life, are just never good. But specifically, when you're running a multi-billion dollar operation like a National Football League franchise, a quick fix, first of all, isn't possible. Um, I'm curious to see what the game day experience is going to be like tomorrow night, even though it's a preseason game. I know a lot of people, when they travel to FedEx, complain about the parking situation. People complain about the price of food inside of the stadium. I want to see how Josh Harris and this ownership group have geared up for this preseason opener. Maybe I'm going to be let down tomorrow night, but I feel like if Josh Harris is as smart as I know he is, and he's damn smart for buying us all brewskis at the bullpen, it's a great move. If he's as smart as I know he is, the reason we haven't seen a Cam Curl contract extension, the reason we haven't seen, you know, Washington's reps talking to Montez Sweat's people is because they're not even worried about that stuff right now. I hope they're putting all of their energy into this preseason opener. Or excuse me, into the preseason home opener. Because it's kind of like an appetizer. If you're a big boy like, like myself, you need a big appetizer to get you ready for your meal. In week one against Arizona, despite it being a lackluster opponent, first home game in the regular season of the Dan Snyder era, tomorrow's like a tune-up. Tomorrow's like a good old-fashioned warm-up for what we're going to see Sunday, September 10th from FedEx. And I'm not going to lie, I'm very, whatever the last regular season I was, I was very hard on this Commanders fan base for their lack of support and blaming ownership and blaming 25 years of infertility. It was all, it was all valid excuses that were made. But as we get ready to gear up for the preseason home opener, guess what, ladies and gentlemen? Excuses exist no more. Excuses are, are something that, as a fan base, we got to be fresh out of. And it's amazing getting to talk to players post-practice and watching them even walk out onto the field and seeing their reaction to all the fans that were out at training camp. I'll be straight up with you. Some of the crowds that we had out at training camp may have, may have equaled the home attendance from last year in an entire stadium. It's food for thought for you. Because I know we keep it on, we like to talk ball, and at the end of the day, winning is what cures anything in pro sports. But, man, tomorrow is such a golden opportunity. It's almost like some type of fairy tale that I'm living in. Because I say it all the time, and I said it throughout the duration of this sale process. For a 25-year-old fan, I know a lot of young folks out there can relate to this. We were told growing up, your team stinks, and your team stinks because of the owner. And the owner's never going to sell the football team. So the fact that we have reached this point, we are now roughly 
30-some-odd hours away from the first home game in the Josh Harris era, fired up uh, is an understatement for how I'm feeling about this. Couldn't, be, couldn't, couldn't have had a more formidable opponent. Couldn't have been a better situation. I keep referring to the football gods. They are doing the damn thing right now, 110%. I can't wait uh, to see what the environment is like out there. And all in all, like I said, talking about the, the aesthetics of the stadium right now, but at the end of the day, 8 o'clock Eastern time, Monday night, Packed house or no packed house? We have a dress rehearsal to play, ladies and gentlemen. This is the the tune-up to the, to the big race, right? It's, it's the last taste that we're going to have in our mouth about this football team before September the 10th. Because based on the way the rest of the National Football League has handled week three of the preseason, you normally don't see starters. So I don't want to pump up the occasion any more than it needs to be. But I'll, I'll put it on the record by saying this. Tomorrow night, Monday Night Football from FedEx Field, Washington and Baltimore, the 24-game preseason winning streak on the line. It is the biggest preseason game in my history, in my existence. Let's just call it what it is, right? Tomorrow night, I'm claiming it right now, and I feel like if you've been tapped into the beginning of this segment, you understand what I'm saying. The magnitude of tomorrow night, no matter how loud I get, no matter how much I speak on it, it won't match the energy that's going to be there. It won't match the energy that the players will have. Hopefully it won't, won't match the energy that the fans are going to have. But I'll be honest with you, like I said, I am skeptical because it's a Monday night and it is just preseason. I am skeptical as to how many Washington fans we're going to see in attendance. At the end of the day, though, tomorrow night, last time we get to see this starting offense and this starting defense before week one against Arizona, I need to be left impressed. I can't feel how I felt after last week's preseason game, which was like incomplete. It was almost like getting stood up at the altar. That's how I felt last week after the Cleveland game. So excited. Same amount of excitement I have now going into tomorrow night. But we talked about it on the post game and throughout this week. The way that that defense looked in their one series of work was alarming. The way the right tackle position looked was alarming. But the good thing is, they got the Lockhorns with Baltimore for a couple of days last week. They're acclimated to each other. A couple of skirmishes broke out. Monday night, pads can pop. No type of restrictions. Real football, ladies and gentlemen. You all know how I get down those to people's show. Tap it with me all show long. One of three ways. MGM National Harbor listener lines wide open. 1-800-636-1067 is the number. You can tweet at me as well. It is at N-E-L-L underscore BTP on all social media platforms. Oh, we've got some breaking news, Metal Chris. Tom Pelissero of the NFL Network announcing the Washington Commanders are releasing kicker Mike Badgley. Now, they brought him in to compete with Joey Sly, the kicker that looks like a linebacker that's really a kicker. I guess Washington saw all they needed to see as far as that kicking competition goes, but like I just said, Tom Pelissero of the NFL Network confirming Washington releasing the kicking competition for Joey Sly, Mike Badgley, formerly uh, of the Detroit Lions. So he is now on the waiver wire. And that, to me, puts a hell of a lot more pressure on Joey Sly because now if he misses, do they bring back Badgley <laughs> or do they bring in some new competition? We'll see. We'll see. Like I said, we'll take a quick time out. 1020, Craig Hoffman joins us to recap this past week's Joint practices with the Baltimore Ravens. Coming up next, though, it is Linnell's lead line. My top story from the weekend. Teased it at the top of the show. 
Ron Rivera officially setting it in stone, slinging Sammy Howell, the starter, for week one against the Arizona Cardinals. I'll tell you what I think about the decision next right here on The Fan. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back. It's overtime here on 106.7 The Fan. We are simulcasted on our sister station, the Team 980 as well, and always streaming live nationally on the free Odyssey app. It's the youngest in charge movement, Linnell Willingham, taking you up to high noon before we dish the rock to the DOC, Rick Doc Walker. As we get warmed up for tomorrow's second preseason game for the Washington Commanders, I wanted to re recap the news we just got coming from NFL Network's Tom Pelissero, the Commanders releasing kicker Michael Badgley, uh, who had been brought in to compete with the incumbent starter uh, for Washington, Joey Sly. Uh, Joey Sly handling himself well in practice and in the preseason, uh, getting the getting the best of Michael Badgley. And I guess passing the test <laughs> that was competition uh, for Joey Sly. So that'll be something to monitor in tomorrow night's preseason home opener and in the preseason finale uh, against the Cincinnati Bengals. Kicking is something that I feel like wasn't talked about a lot last year for Washington. But because of the fact, because of the fact that this offense was so horrendous, I feel like the special teams and specifically Joey Sly kind of got swept under the rug and maybe we weren't paying close enough attention to the job that, that he actually did last year. Nonetheless, though, he will have the opportunity uh, to come back and hopefully keep his job to be the kicker of the Washington commanders right now, though, as a promise, the top story for the weekend in Linnell's lead line. For our top story in other news, news more news, the biggest breaking news story this town has ever seen. Linnell's lead line. Tease it at the top of the show. Friday afternoon, Ron Rivera coming out and officially announcing Sam Howell as the starting quarterback for week one against the Arizona Cardinals. And it kind of puts a puts a bow on really one of the most strangest quarterback situations I've seen in some time. It is rare that a fifth round pick that has 11 career completions, gets handed the keys to the franchise. It is something that is not traditional. It's something you don't see a lot. But nonetheless, it happened. Ron Rivera, the head coach of the Washington Commanders, giving the news Friday to his scrum reporters. Take a listen. Any announcement about Sam Howell starting quarterback? Funny you ask. Um, <laughs> no, yes. We're going we're gonna, to I've, I've talk with Eric Bieniemy and to be a, Yesterday, um, 
And after our first preseason game, after both those joint practices, um, I'm going to name Sam our starter this year going forward. Um, you know, he's basically met the challenge that we talked about, and that was seeing the growth and improvement from OTAs and minicamp, and then talked about going into training camp and continue to grow and show us what he's capable of. And uh, we've been very pleased with it to the point where I decided uh, yesterday that we were going to name him the starter going into the regular season. There you heard it from our own J.P. Finley asking the question that the people need to hear, people need to know. Uh, Ron Rivera, though, officially <laughs> officially announcing Sam Howell as the starting quarterback. I want to go off on a tangent here for just a second. You think J.P. Finley had any inkling that that was going to be announced? It was very, very interesting. The boy's got, the boy's got big ears. He's got a big brain as well. Smart dude. Seasoned reporter, hell of a radio host. To have the inkling wouldn't surprise me, but I definitely thought, uh, well, time question and gave us something to talk about here on this Sunday, man. So we know it officially. Sam Howell going to be the starting quarterback week one against the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, He was competing, quote-unquote competing, with incumbent veteran Jacoby Brissett. Um, it's, It's one of those situations where... We kind of knew. We kind of knew that, you know, Jacoby wasn't getting a fair crack at actually being the starter based on the way the reps were divvied out throughout the summer, uh, even dating all the way back to OTAs and mandatory minicamp. Sam Howell taking every single first team rep for the Washington Commanders, and when you're dealing with a young signal caller and installing a new offense, it makes a ton of sense that he got all the reps. I know I got annoyed, and and some of my colleagues are locally kind of frustrated with the way that it was being portrayed as some type of quarterback competition when in reality uh, it was let's see what Sam Howell can do. Let In reality, it was really let's see what Sam Howell can do until, you know, it seems like it's too big for him. Lucky for Washington throughout this process, it never seemed like it was too big for him. Uh, I say it, I continuously say this, even dating back to training camp last year. And it, it Took me off guard because that was my first time ever covering training camp. I was like, hmm, it's a pretty weird, interesting coincidence that the third-string quarterback and the fifth-round selection from this past year is the first guy on the practice field every day and the last guy to leave. That stood out to me from day one with this. And I said it at times last year during camp. I was a young buck for like maybe – you know, people think I speak in hyperboles, but I, I said it last last summer. I thought there were portions of training camp where Sam Howell looked like the best quarterback on this roster. Now, it's not a hard thing to do when Carson Wentz is overthrowing your six six tight end by five yards. It's not a hard thing to do when Taylor Heineke's one hopping the football on a slant route versus air. Right? It's not hard to look good, but the work ethic that that Sam Howell displayed. Uh, last offseason, starting in training camp, and then through the duration of the season, man, I think was enough to prove Ron Rivera and this coaching staff right, I guess, and enough to make them say, you know what, the guy's the guy's got a shot. Let, let's see what he's got. Let's roll with it. The one thing I do appreciate about the decision-making to go with Sam Howell is it's different. Ever since Ron Rivera's gotten here in 2020, the quarterback position he's made awful decisions at. Let's just call it what it is, right? I thought I thought the team cut bait from Dwayne Haskins way too prematurely. Uh, their 
plan at the quarterback position going into 2021 with Ryan Fitzpatrick and his 45 kids. It was a horrible decision that he made with that. The next year, going after walking to him once, it ended up being a bad decision. This is different, though. It's not your retread veteran. It's not someone you overpaid for. It's a guy that you drafted and that you've developed over the past year, and now it's time to to see how how good your development is. You know what I'm saying? So whatever happens during the regular season with Sam Howell, a quarterback, I think it's a reflection of him. But I also think it's a reflection of this coaching staff. I continue to say it. If Eric Bieniemy wasn't going to be the guy, I'm pretty sure – I'm not going to say I'm pretty sure. My choice, my choice at least, would have been Kenny Zampezi, the quarterback's coach from last year, the guy that worked with Sam Howell day in and day out. So – It's, it just is what it is. Make would, would have made a ton of sense. They end up keeping Kenny Z on the staff. He's still very instrumental in Sam Howe's growth and development. I uh, talked to Sam about a week and a half ago after practice about the relationship that he's got with Kenny Z. And, you know, I feel, I feel like it's one, of those, it's one of those situations where even, I guess, in this industry, right, I have my boss, C.K. Chris Kennard, but I may have – you know, I may I may confide in Chris in, in Chris Russell about something. I may you know can confide in Grant and Danny about something. It's it's sort of like the way the relationship is between a quarterback, head coach, and a quarterback, and a quarterback's coach. The guy who is specific to your position, it's more likely that you have a tighter relationship with that guy, and you're able to confide in him with stuff. And it seems like that's the relationship that's grown over the past year between Kenny Zampezi and Sam Howell. I can't wait uh, to see what it looks like. Now, I'll be honest with you. The one thing that we will discuss with Craig Hoffman, the co-host of Odyssey's Take a Man podcast coming up at 1020, the one thing I want to discuss with the Hoffmeister is the leash for Sam Howe, so to speak. How much leeway is Ron Rivera and this coaching staff going to have for Sam Howe? How accepting is Ron Rivera and this coaching staff going to be of Sam Howe mistakes? Because let's let's just call it what it is, right? And I don't mean to talk down on Sam Howell when I conveniently give you the stat. 11 career completions. That's it. Let's call it what it is, right? 11 11 career completions. He's undefeated as a starter. But as we saw last Friday night in the preseason opener against Cleveland when he took that sack, there is so much left for this young man to learn. And I'm I'm glad Washington's allowing him to play through his mistakes. But as I said Friday night in the postgame show, should have played him last year. Because at the start of the regular season, when you're going up against, let's call it what it is, some veteran defensive staffs in Denver, Buffalo, Philadelphia, Chicago, when you're going up against defenses like that who are known to send exotic pressure packages, who is known to muck things up, at the line of scrimmage for the quarterback and make the decision-making process a lot more cloudy. It's going to be difficult for Sam. I expect him to take more sacks at the beginning of the season uh, like he took on Friday night against Cleveland. The hope is is that Washington is able to overcome these mistakes or overcome these growing pains from Sam Howell. Uh, And as the season progresses, he gets better and better and the team grows. uh, Sam Howell ends up growing. Want to hit the phones here, though. MGM National Harbor listener lines wide open, 
106.7 is the number. If you want to chime in on the quarterback situation for the Washington Commanders, feel free. You can tweet at me as well. It is at N-E-L-L underscore BTP. I want to go into a little bit more detail about the hypothetical I just threw out there. Sam Howell officially named the starting quarterback for the Washington Commanders. How long is the leash going to be for Sam Howell, though? How how comfortable, how willing uh, is Ron Rivera, Eric Bieniemy, and this coaching staff, how willing are they to accept Sam Howell's early season growing pains? And if it ends up affecting winning and losing, will we see them eventually go to Jacoby Brissett? I'll tell you what I think next as the fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I think after the, uh, the first practice against Baltimore, you know, that was, that was kind of the, um, the high watermark for me in terms of having to see him show us that he is capable and doing the things that we need him to do. Um, you know, it was a very good day. There was a lot of positive things that came out of it. And, uh, you know, watching the tape um, back at the, the office I had at the, uh, at the hotel, the little room I had, you know, I kept thinking to myself, you know, that's what I wanted to see. That's what I wanted to see. And so I wanted to make sure that when we got back yesterday, we had an opportunity because the players were off. I wanted to make sure we had an opportunity to, to talk about what we're seeing and make sure it was the things that we needed to see. And we all agreed. And so I just feel confident enough going and comfortable enough to say that, you know, Sam's our guy. And we really think that he's done those things. There is still more growth to go, and he's going to continue to get better. We believe that. And I'm very confident going forward. The head coach of your Washington Commanders, Ron Rivera, post-practice on Friday, going into a little bit of detail as to how he named Sam Howell the starter. I love what he said at the end of that. We understand that Sam Howell is still growing and going to need to continue to grow and develop, uh, but, he, but he's got our unwavering confidence, man. I, I love that uh, from Ron Rivera, even if I don't necessarily agree uh, with how they got to this decision. It's the youngest in charge movement, Linnell Willingham, taking you up to high noon uh, before we hand things over to Rick Doc Walker. Coming up in about 40 minutes or so, our pal Craig Hoffman set to join the program. He is the co-host of Odyssey's Take Command podcast with former Commander's tight end Logan Paulson. You can find that wherever you get your podcast. He is also the host of the Hoffman Show. Weekdays, 4 to 7, over on our sister station, the Team 980. So we just heard from Riverboat. Trying to continue to break down and and go through the decision that has been made. While we do so, phone lines are open. 1-800-636-1067 is the number. You can tweet at me as well. It is at N-E-L-L underscore B-T-P. Kind of a two-parter for you. Do you agree with the decision to name Sam Howell the starter before Monday night's home preseason opener? And how long of a leash do you think Sam Howell is going to have to be the starting quarterback of the Washington Commanders? Because let's call it what it is, right? Washington is kind of throwing stuff against the wall and seeing what sticks here at quarterback. We've kind of gone through it throughout the opening hour of the show here. Some of the decisions 
Ron Rivera has made a quarterback since he's taken over this franchise back in 2020. And I'll be honest with you. This is the first time since Ron's been here that they are actually going with a young signal caller. I, I dig it, right? Because I understand that in today's day and age in the National Football League, in terms of roster building, when you have a quarterback on a rookie contract, it allows you to better insulate him. allows you to put better pieces around him. The only question that I have with this is because Sam Howell is a quarterback on a rookie deal, I would have expected this franchise and this team and this front office to be much more aggressive in the offseason than they were. Right? To, to only, to not be spending. And I get it that the sale may have had something to do with it, but the sale's been over for a couple of weeks now, and we haven't seen them sign lickety split. The right tackle stinks. The left tackle is coming off a season in which he struggled mightily last year. He dealt with injuries, but let's call it what it is. The left guard spot is a complete question mark. You got two guys that have never done it before. The center spot is being manned by a guy that can't play 17 games. So there are problems up front. Let's call it what it is, right? My thing is this. When you have a quarterback on a rookie deal, you got to insulate him, and I don't think Washington's properly doing that. And you can say that, oh, yeah, he's got Terry McLaurin. Oh, yeah, he's got... Jahan, oh yeah, he's got Curtis Samuel. Those pieces were already in place before Sam Howell was named the quarterback. Right? Let's call it what it is. I think this front office has done a piss poor job of making sure he's got the most around him. Let's call it what it is, right? This trio of receivers that they have, and I'm going to call them a foursome of receivers because I think De'Ami Brown is in for a big year as well. It's, it's darn good. I understand that. But we all know the way the quarterback position works. You must be protected. And to me, I don't feel like this front office poured enough resources into the offensive line this offseason. Right? Let's call it what it is. I think Emmanuel Forbes is going to end up being a tremendous player. You wasted. When I say waste, it makes it seem like I I think Emmanuel Forbes is bad. It's not at all what I think. You wasted your first two picks on defense, which is the strength of your football team, and you completely ignored your offensive line. You did nothing through the draft to improve your offensive line because Brayton Daniels has, has, has looked rough. The fourth-round pick that they drafted, the tackle, has looked rough. Ricky Stromberg is your backup guard right now. He's not even your backup center. May not last for long, but we'll see. I just feel like, I don't know. Because of the lack of resources that they put around him, I I think it's only fair, right, that they give him him an extended look and give him a long leash. But on the same token, you got to win. Ron Rivera's in year four of a five-year deal, which really makes me begin to question and wonder just how long and how patient will this coaching staff be with Sam Howe? Because I tell you what, the 12 cars... Revved up, warmed up, and ready to hit the track. Jacoby Brissett, I thought, outside of the boneheaded pick that he threw against Cleveland before the half, has been damn good this offseason. And he has, really has. Teammates rave about him. Coaches rave about him. Hell, I'm raving about him because of the professionalism that he's brought to the room. A lot of the times, we have a quarterback competitions between a young guy and an old guy. The old guy can, can get bitter, right? The old guy can get testy. He has been nothing but an asset for Sam Howell, but nothing but a resource for Sam Howell 
Uh, and I think Sam Howell will be better off because of it. A big question is, though, to all of you out there, MGM National Harbor listener lines, 1-800-636-1067. The big question is this. How long is the leash going to be for Sam Howell to be this team's starting quarterback? Let's go to JaVel and Culpepper. What's going on, JaVel? Hey, good morning, man. How you doing? I'm good, man. How are you? Good, thanks. Um, yeah, this was done backwards, my man. You know, <laughs> I agree with you 100%. Yeah. It was done backwards. Sam Howe should have started last year without the Carson Wentz experiment, and then I could accept it. But going into this year where Ron is basically auditioning to keep his job, the leash is, is, is as short as it can be. Mm. You know, um, and, and I guess I was under the uh, assumption that it would be much easier for Jacoby Brissett to be Geno Smith 2.0 from last year than it is for Sam Howe to be Brock Purdy 2.0 from last year. Javel, you know, that's, because a I, hell of a, I, that's a hell of a comp you just made, man. You wow. know? Yeah, not for I, real, I, though. Yeah. I, and I feel, I, I feel that this team is built to win now. This defense is built to win now. This offensive group, is, as far as the skill position players, they're built to win now. And the biggest thing I've heard all, all season is we're worried about this offensive line, worried about this offensive line. And, you know, that sack that Sam Howell took that first game, that was his fault. That wasn't the offensive line's fault. And, and situations like that as far as knowing where the blitz is coming from, knowing what receivers are hot, who to put in motion, knowing when defenses are trying to you know trick you up and disguise you. Jacoby's been in the league for seven years and has plenty of starts with the two-to-one uh, touchdown to interception ratio. Like, all of that matters. Sure. And these first four games – this first four games is all that Sam Howell has because Ron Rivera has to win. Because if we come out of that first month one and three, you know, then he's going to be – that's a quarter of the season. Then he's going to get in the mode where he wants to try to finish, you know, with eight and nine wins and squeeze into the playoffs, you know. And, and we're not going to see the progression of Sam Howell because he's not going to get that opportunity. So the leash is, is short, and Sam Howell should have played last year. I, I agree with you 110%, JaVale. Appreciate you tapping in as always, my man. I, that's – that's how you do it, ladies and gentlemen. That's it. Just is what it is, right? Javel makes a hell of a point, and it's kind of what I've been alluding to. I love the way he put it. They're doing it backwards, and I and I said it last year, and I got into it with Craig Hoffman. We'll talk about that when he joins us at ten twenty. I got into it with Hoffman last year because I'm like, look, you got to see what you got in Sam Howell at this point. He's going to be your only guy under contract next year because you weren't going to bring back Carson at that tag. You probably were going to get outbid for Taylor. And I didn't want him back. I don't think Taylor's any damn good. So you got to see what you had in Sam Howell. It took them all the way until week 18 to finally see what was inside of the Sam Howell gift basket. They like what they saw, and now it's got us clamoring for more. The big question to me, though, is going to be, how, like, we, like we've been asking, how long is the leash? And then what JaVale brought up I thought was interesting. What, what's more likely that, Sam Howell is able to have a Brock Purdy type of season or that or that Jacoby Brissett comes out and plays like Geno Smith, both resurrection projects. It's going to be interesting, though. I, I still feel like as we sit here on August the 20th, I don't know if I would be comfortable saying that, yeah, Sam Howell's going to start 17 games. I just wouldn't be confident in saying that. Want to continue to take your calls, though, man. MGM National Harbor Lister Lines wide open. 1-800-636-1067 is the number. You can tweet at me as well. It is at N-E-L-L underscore BTP on all social media platforms. The question is, this is 
a situation where quarterbacks now have been chosen. The decision's been made. The big thing that we all have to sit and wait on now is how long is the proverbial leash going to be for Sam Howell? And I guess do you expect him to start 17 games? 1-800-636-1067 is the number. Yeah, I mean, and I'm having... I'm I'm having difficulty sorting through it and, and compartmentalizing my emotions about it because you all know all offseason long before before Jacoby Brissett was signed and before the Lamar Jackson saga played his way out, I was like, look, you got to go get a veteran. For a lot of the reasons that JaVale just listed, your roster's ready to go. Defensively, you've got playmakers at each level. On offense, you've got one of the best skill position groups in the league, in my opinion. So why not bring in a veteran quarterback to try to tie all that together? I understand they've been scarred by the vet QB in years past. They're going a different direction this time. The young buck, Sam Howell, had to be the starter for the Washington Commanders to start the 2023 season. The question is, how long is Sam Howell's leash going to be? We'll take more of your calls next here on The Fan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Just get rolling here on this Sunday morning edition of Overtime. It's the Youngest in Charge movement, Linnell Willingham. Taking you up to high noon before we dish things over to the DOC, Rick Doc Walker. MGM National Harbor Lister lines wide open right now. 1-800-636-1067. We're talking quarterback right now for the Burgundy and Gold. Ron Rivera on Friday coming out and officially announcing Sam Howell as the starting quarterback for the 2023 season. The question I have, it's multiple questions I have actually because I just think this whole situation is fascinating. Big question, though, that I want to get to and hear from you all on. How long do you think the leash is going to be for Sam Howe? Just take a look at the start of the regular season for Washington. You're home against Arizona, which is should be a layup, should be a gimme. Then you're at Denver. Then you're home for Buffalo. You're at Philadelphia. You're home for Chicago on a short week. You're in Atlanta. You're in New York. You're back home for Philly. In terms of defensive coordinators that you're going to be going up against and the defensive the, the defensive talent that each of those teams have on that side of the football, I keep going back to the sack from Friday night against the Browns, and I, I said it in the post game, or, or I said it the next day, and I was kind of being facetious. That sack wasn't on Sam Howell. That sack's on Ron Rivera. You know why that sack's on Ron Rivera? That sack doesn't happen if they made the responsible choice of playing him last year allowing him to get his feet wet, allowing him to see a multitude of different coverages so that when <laughs> he's in the preseason opener, I'm just sorry, you shouldn't be taking, that, that play shouldn't have happened. That's, that's the one frustration I have about all of this is like, yeah, it's just one play, but I think it's a microcosm of the poor decision-making and the poor planning that they've had at the position. If you like Sam enough last year to draft him in the fifth round after already acquiring Carson and already having Taylor on the roster, you should have been playing them. Let's just call it what it is, man. So the reason I bring up the defenses in the early portion of the season is because 
he got stumped by a preseason defensive look. Imagine what happens when you get in the regular season and they're disguising coverages and, and sending delayed blitzes and blitzing from the second level of the defense and, and running games up front. It's a lot for Sam Howell to process mentally. I think it's something that he will only get better at with reps, which leads me to the question of like how long is the leash? Because, yeah, he needs reps, but at some point it's about winning football games because this coaching staff is in year four of a five-year deal. They've got one playoff appearance, and they're in a situation right now where it's win or go home. Let's go to Ryan in Maryland. What's happening? What's going on, Ryan? What's up, brother? How you doing? Thanks for taking my call. Yes, sir. I think the leash is long, man. Yeah. Um, he's going to ball out, dude. And people forget he's athletic, man. He, you know, he balled out at North Carolina. He's got legs. He's got size. We went eight and eight last year with two quarterbacks. JV level quarterback okay. play, Ryan. Let's call it what it is. It's hundred <laughs> percent. And. Dude, this this is a young man. He's confident, and I think it's, you know, Terry and all of them, Jahan, they're confident in this guy, dude. I have confidence in this dude. I think he's going to start 17 games as long as he's healthy. Ron Rivera's Ron Rivera is a whole another story, you know <laughs> what what his feature is. Yeah. Um, Eb is the man, dude. And the fact is, is our defense is stacked. We have we have weapons, man, and we're we're getting a lot of hate around the league, which is great. I love it. Um, as far as Sam Howe, I think I think my man's going to ball out this year, dude. I think he's going to surprise a lot of people. Hey, and, Ryan. But I got to see it. Hey, Ryan, I appreciate the call, man. Look, I I understand everything that Ryan said, and it makes makes a ton of sense. The one thing that excited me the most Friday night in the preseason opener, or last Friday night in the preseason opener, was seeing him escape the pocket, seeing him use the mobility that. Uh, was highly touted coming out of North Carolina, and it's something we couldn't see in in practice and something that we couldn't see in training camp because you can't hit the quarterback. And I, I honestly think, if we're being completely honest here, the big separator right now between Jacoby Brissett and Sam Howell is the mobility. If Jacoby Brissett was as mobile as Sam Howell is, I don't think we'd be just I – don't, I don't think Washington and company would have just handed the job over to Sam. When you're dealing with a – to call it what it is, it's a pretty average to below average offensive line. You need someone who can create plays off schedule and get the hell out of Dodge uh, and, and try to mask some of the deficiencies that this group has up front. Want to continue to take your calls, 1-800-636-1067 is the number on the MGM National Harbor Listener Lines. We've got Craig Hoffman coming up in about 20 minutes. He is the co-host of Odyssey's Take Command podcast. He was out boots on the ground in Owings Mills this past week for the joint practices against the Ravens. Uh, we'll catch up on this past week of practice with Hoffman coming up at 1020. When we come back, though, more of your calls. How long do you think the lease should be for Sam Howe? And I'll tell you what game during the regular season that I think, if he gets benched, he'll be benched. That's next on the fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. 
We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.